Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Unapologetic Podcast. I'm Lena. I'm going to be talking with Pastor Billy, and we are explaining the reason for our hope. This is Billy. This is Pastor Billy. He's the head pastor here at Christ Community. Uh, I'm Lena. We're live here at the porch, and we wanted to start with letting you guys know why we're here at the porch. Because Billy, actually, if you guys don't know, started in student ministry and has been doing student ministry more, for more time than anything else in his life, probably. Yeah, right? I would say that's right, man. And actually, I know a bunch of people, I mean, yeah. that have floated in and out of the program when I was... A, you know, youth pastor here. Nice. So it's it really cool. You recognize some and of the guys here. And I live with a couple here. of them. You, you know? live with a couple of them. Yeah, I live oh, with yeah. a couple of them. <laughs> yeah, so there's a curly-headed guy in the yeah, middle of the yeah, room. Yeah, that's, that's, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, so why here? Why are we here at the porch? Well, why do you like young people? <clears throat> What's up with that? Well, the, the greatest thing, seriously, about young people is they keep me immature. <laughs> right? And they do you, too, I think. Yes. You know, that's what you were saying. I hope but so. seriously, no. One of the things that I think is really powerful about this generation, about this generation of young people, is this, this whole idea that I think that they think in, in a different way than people did 30 years ago, for sure. People 30 years ago might have thought, hey, man, I can change the world. And so they, they really set out to change the world by themselves. There is something really unique about this generation that says, I can change the world, and I really believe they can change the world. But they always ask a second question. Who's coming with me to do it? And there's this inclusion with this, with this generation that I think is really, really powerful. And I think you see that in the social media. I think you see that in relationships where it's like, hey, collaboration. Hey, let's come together and do this and, and, and continue and, and contribute together. And I think that's really powerful. You know what I mean? And so we have an opportunity now. As, as people who are followers of Christ to really, really make a difference. And I think it's this generation far more than when I was that age that actually says, we can do this, but we can do it together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It's, it's really cool. So, hey, no pressure to you guys. But, uh, <laughs> no, seriously, no pressure because I think it's natural the way that we've kind of grown up in that, like, we connect with each other so many different ways way more in technology than yeah. in any generation before, uh, which a lot of people s will say that that's a downside, but for us... And, and certainly it can be, but I'm saying that there's a real positive to that too. And when you start really looking at how people think, there's, a, there's a very much a collaboration and a togetherness that I think is a real powerful thing. Synergy is a big deal. Synergy is a word that means energy and synthesis together. It's like together energy. There's something really strong about that. And I think this, this generation gets it. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So, hey, so let's get into session one. Okay. We're going to jump in here and we're going to talk a little bit. Uh, this whole series is going to be on apologetics. But before we really get into apologetics, we need to talk about kind of like wh why we need them in the first place, right? So... What are we doing yeah. here? I think if I had one word, seriously, if I had one word to characterize what we're going to do over the next few weeks with these podcasts, it is the word hope. Seriously, because 
this world lacks a lot of hope, right? But here's the thing. I would love people to understand how to bring hope, but we don't know how to bring hope if we don't have something to hope in, if we don't have something of substance that actually provides hope and is actually something real that we can hope in, then what are we providing, you know? But if we have the answer to something of substance that we are set here on this earth to bring hope to others, that's a big deal. If I was to say, what are we doing that would be the main thing. It would be the word hope. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Uh, I know we think about the word hope. It's a word that's tossed around a lot. Do you just real quick have any thoughts on what hope looks like today in, in the world that we're living in? Yeah, man, I have some thoughts. Um, we actually are going to talk about the word hope in depth um, in, a later, in a later session. But here's what I've observed. I've observed, I've observed two things over the past, you know, five, ten years. Number one, that, that Christians um, are a little bit reluctant, or a lot sometimes, to engage in spiritual conversations with other people. Now, I'm just saying spiritual conversations because sometimes you don't get to share the whole truth about Jesus and what he did and everything. But even to engage in spiritual conversations, it's very difficult because for some people... Um, living in this world where everything goes and everything has equal weight and all, let's say, religions have equal validity, right? Then all of a sudden we come along and say, hey, man, we have an answer for the hope that you need. Um, and then they can come back and say, what makes you think your way is right? Well, are you judging me? You know, and so there's this weird way, and we don't really know how to answer that question very well. And that's part of what we're going to do in this six weeks, answering questions like that, right? Yeah. But here's the other side of it's not even the other side of the coin. It's like another side of the magnet. Okay, so if you have a lot of people that are a little bit af afraid or reluctant to share their faith or talk about spiritual things, you have a whole another side of things where people are at an all-time low in terms of hope. We know that because anxiety, depression, they're at all-time highs. The suicide rate is astronomical, and that's really, really sad. And so that's why, while that is tragic, there's also an opportunity here because if people are lacking hope and they're looking for something to hope in that has substance, and we have the answer for that substance right, and for, for the, to meet the deeper needs of our lives, um, it's not coming together. So if we've got, you know, people that are, that are not sure how to answer some of these questions and they're reluctant, and you've got a whole lot of people who really, really need this hope really badly, and there's not a connection, that really concerns me. Yeah. And so that's part of the reason why we're here. Yeah. We definitely need to find a way to make that connection happen and then... And that's kind of where we find our purpose, right? So exactly. when we're thinking about that, we're thinking about the purpose of what we're doing, the purpose of what Christ has given us here. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, have you, I don't know if you've, I mean, you've been around the church enough to know and, and kind of look at, that we talk about mission and vision. You've heard of that? I don't know if people have heard of what we're talking I hear about. Those, What's I hear the mission, those words a lot. The mission of an organization <laughs> or the mission of a business means What's your purpose? Okay. Why do you exist? Why, why do you even exist? Why are you an organization? And every church has a mission. You know what I mean? Actually, every individual has a mission. And we, we ought to, you know, people ought to give thought to, what am I here for? You know what I mean? That's mm -hmm. mission. 
right? Yeah. Vision is where are we headed either in the next five years, 10 years. Even people ought to think through that. Like, what are you after, man? Where are you going? What, what are your goals? You know what I mean? Right. Um, but mission always stays the same. Vision can change. Yeah. All right, depending on what you want to do. Look, so we're kind of like, what are we doing? And then how are we going to get there? How are we going to get there? Yeah. So, you know, I like to say to people, listen, man, if, if, you, if you have an organization or a church or something, it's sort of like, sort of like these, let's say you have three pizza places, right? Okay. And for lack of... I like pizza. I do too, man. And, and I'll, I'll eat pizza from anywhere, but lack of a better way of creativity. Let's call one pizza place Tony's, all right? Okay. One Mario's and one Bella's, okay? Because they're all named either one of them, all right? All right, yep. And so all of these pizza places have a mission. Mm-hmm. All of them are the same. It's the exact same mission. We're going to make and sell pizza. True. Right? True. But let's say all of them had a different way of getting about it. Okay. So let's say Tony's... He has a goal. He has a vision. What he wants to see his business become is not just make and sell pizzas. What he wants to do is become the premier pizza place for families. Okay. And so he has good pizza. He has a lot of fun. There's a ball pit. There's arcade games and maybe a, a, a man dressed up as a scary mouse. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> but, but he wants to be the family place, right? Okay. And yep. let's say Mario's, though, he wants to make and sell pizzas. But he decided he wants to open up 50 stores within two years in the whole county. Okay. So he's got a whole different way. He wants to sell more pizzas. He doesn't care what store or, or rent or, or leasing. He mm-hmm. just wants to sell a lot of pizzas. And let's say you have Bella's who says, you know, what her mission is? Make and sell pizzas. But what she wants to be is an upscale pizza place where pizza pie is going to cost you $35, but it's going to be really good and it's going to be a really kind of fancy place. You see, all of them have the same vision, but they have a different vision. I'm sorry, so same, same mission, mission, same purpose, make and sell pizzas, but they have a different vision. Yeah. That's the same way it is with churches. Nice. We all have the same purpose. Every church ought to say the same thing. Every, you go to any church, they ought to say, what ours is, is gather, engage, serve. Right? right? We yep. gather together to worship, um, teach, fellowship, pray. We engage others who are far from Christ. And then we serve the needs of a broken world. Yeah. Now, not every church says it that way, but if you go talk to anybody that says, hey, what's the purpose of our church? It's the same thing, man. We're we're, we're there to gather. We're there to worship. We're there to to give hope through Jesus to others who don't know him. Mm -hmm. And we're there to serve and meet needs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's, that's kind of what that is. Right on. But what, the, what we want to accomplish in the next couple of years, and that's why we're kind of, even, even this group of people as well, it's like we, we have that new saying that's just lead, grow, transform Chesco, right? Lead, grow, transform Chester County. Yeah. We want to see a, a, a movement of disciples who are making disciples. And a disciple is somebody who is on a discipleship path. And our discipleship path is Sunday morning, serve, get involved in a group like this yep. and, and actually have a strategy for personal evangelism and, and sharing the hope of Jesus. Yep. And that's called, uh, we call it bless. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about that in a little bit, which will be, which will be yeah. fun. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of cool, exciting things that are happening kind of within our vision, some goals we've set. Yeah. You want to just oh, real man. quick, like and fire the them fun off. Thing. If you guys uh, out there are ever involved in any kind of organization or you're thinking through your purpose in life and where you head in life what's fun is when you dream out 
when you start dreaming, say, this is where I want to be in five years, you know what I mean, or something like that. And so we, we have a couple things, man. We would love to see 200 young adult leaders in this church. And I'm not just talking, I, this, that's this group right here. Yeah. I'm not saying when they turn 35. I'm saying right now. You know what I mean? So yeah. that, the, that, that everybody's an integral part of leading in this church. We'd love to see 300 healthy community groups or small groups or Bible studies, whatever people call them. We call them community groups. Yep. You know, we'd love to see that. We'd love to see a thousand kids and students running around the halls every week on a Sunday morning. That would Dude, be that sounds awesome. crazy. That would be so great. That's right? a lot of kids. And we'd love to see a thousand visitors per year. We'd love to see these things. We'd love to see 500 people come to know Jesus and actually experience and accept him in their life and gain that hope that they need. Mm -hmm. And then that big one that we're talking about all the time is we're going to identify, which we have, three needs in the community and figure out a way to meet them. All of that is really, really exciting stuff because it means that this place and everybody here and everybody listening is actually going to be part of making that kind of difference. It's all around hope, man. You know what I mean? It's Absolutely. all around finding hope, and we know where to find it. You know? Yeah. So let's go back to BLESS. All right. We've got, it's an acronym. Yeah. You want to you wanna tell us what, what that stands yeah, for? Yeah, man, I can tell you. Um, well, let me, let me say this real quick. I, t- I had a survey go around the church about three years ago. Okay. okay? And what came back in that survey it was, was that there's almost half the people in the church are not sure whether they want to share their faith at all. You know what I mean? So I was looking at that, and I'm like, what are the reasons about that? And, and, and it might be because they're not exactly sure they're, or they're worried that there's going to be some questions that are going to be asked that they don't know how to answer. But really, it's that in a lot of ways, the way people teach people to have spiritual conversations is a little too confusing, a little too difficult, a, a little too much classwork. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or, and, 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 and we're like, wait a minute, this is way better than that. It's way easier than that. And so that's why we have this BLESS acronym. Okay. okay. You want me to go through it? Yeah. All right. So this is almost like relationship building. Okay. It's so simple that anybody can do it. And this is the foundation for how we're going to communicate what God has done in our lives and eventually tell the story of what Jesus did. Cool. Okay. Now, first letter, B, is be praying or be in prayer. Either one. Dude, what you can't you can't just start with like be in prayer. That's so a cop out. It's a little That's bit lame. A cop out it's letter. a little bit lame. Like, I, I'll say that. I mean, I like because, the point. But, but you have to start with prayer, you're right. But yeah, we, we didn't we couldn't be. think of a word that means pray that starts with B. So right. we're just like B. You know okay. What I mean? All right. Be in I, prayer. All I right. Hope the rest so of the letters are a little bit. They're they're, a bit. they're much better. Okay, so all right. <laughs> so honestly, the, the first letter is is be in prayer. So if you know somebody that that needs Christ, start praying for them. Yeah. That's really as simple as it gets, right? Um, the L is listen. Okay. And what that means is, man, just listen to them. Listen to what's going on in their lives. Get in, get involved in their lives. Understand what makes them tick. Understand what makes them hurt. You know what I mean? Once you're there, man, right. that, that's like they're, they're like spilling their guts out to you. And, and that's a great opportunity to love on them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So L is listen. E's almost lame too because uh, sometimes we say eat. I don't think okay. that's lame. Right, but I mean, it's not necessarily. Listen, we talked about pizza earlier. I don't know about Tony or Bella or what. I'm going to Patelmo's personally. Yeah, he's but, good. He's uh, good. Tomato pie, eating, I get it. I'm on board with eating. 
Well, it, it, it's, it's eat or it's experience life together. And basically that is just when you are in a relationship with somebody that let's say they don't know Christ and you're praying for them, you're starting to listen to their needs, you're doing life with them. It's really awesome because all of a sudden, you know, you're developing something and they're starting to share and they're like, wow, this is, a, this is cool. Yeah. You know, this, this can develop into something, you know, which sure. leads to the first S, which is the word serve. Look for a way to serve them. I got to wash my car today. Hey, man, I'll come over and help. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I got to move from this apartment to this apartment. Hey, let me, let me help you. I know it's hard to move. You know, that, yeah. that's just looking for ways because, man, or it could be, hey, let's just go get a cup of coffee and talk some more. There's a lot of ways to serve. But well, in serving, that flows right out of listening. If you're listening well. 100%. You're figuring out how they can be served. It, it doesn't take much. Exactly. Exactly. And then S, in the midst of all that, when there's trust built, and, and somebody's like, wow, this, this person is really awesome. Um, you're going to be able to share your story. You can even say something like, hey, you know, my faith has meant a lot to me. Or I'm going to pray for you. Or, or like, hey, man, i got to tell you, I was in a place there just like you. And um, I want to tell you what Jesus has meant to me. That's going to open up some crazy things. I've had those conversations with people uh, yesterday, like three of them in a row. It was really strange. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it just, it, as you build that relationship, you build that clout, you build the trust, you build the love, and all of a sudden something starts to happen. God does these crazy things with that. But yeah. it, it's, it's relationship building. You know what I mean? Yeah, and for so, sure. And um, so I think it's really powerful. The reason I think that that just going through these things with somebody. And I really challenge everybody in here and everybody listening to this podcast. Who do you know that, that doesn't know Christ that really needs him? You start with prayer. You just start praying for him. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, God, you know what? Um, now that I'm praying for them and I really want them to understand this, I'm going to figure out a way to go listen to them. Then I'm going to figure out a way to experience life with them. You know yeah. what I mean? And then I'm going to figure out a way to serve them. Then I'm going to figure out a way to share my story. But it's all bathed in prayer, and so it's God who's doing the work to open things up. Anybody can do that, and I encourage everybody just to start praying for somebody. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, for sure. That's just kind if of, you're listening to this session and you're like, okay, what do I do with all this information? It's a really easy answer. Start praying for someone. That's and it. Then, and then things are going to flow out of that. It'll be, exactly. it'll be really and, cool. And that opens the door to spiritual conversation of which, you know, in, in, in many of these, these podcasts, we'll talk about answering hard questions and things like that. But let's, let's get our foot in the door. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Hey, so we're going to wrap it up. We're running right. out of time here on this Sounds one. Good. Next session, we're going to talk a lot about Jesus. We're going to talk about how he established the church. And then we're going to talk about what, each of our roles is in that so i'm looking forward to that one it'll be good uh we'll have a good time and you know i've never had to sign off of a podcast before so i don't totally know the right way to do that so i think we'll just say this is right now the moment (laughs) that we're gonna end the podcast and it'll be it'll be good so we'll uh we'll see you next time all right sounds good